All right, hello. We're back for our uh, Business First Beer podcast. Uh, we appreciate you listening. This is week three of our new uh, podcast series. Uh, the first one, we did a juicy IPA, was the featured beer. Then last week, it was a farmhouse something or other. It right? was a uh, golden ale. Golden ale. Okay, yes. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I'm Doug Buchanan. Uh, let's go around the room and uh, just make sure that everybody knows who is here, starting with you, Mark. I'm Mark Summerson. All right. I'm Emily Bench. Emily Bench is back. I am Dan. Dan. Dan Eaton uh, is here. And uh, new special guest this week. Nick Fortini. Nick Fortini, our president and publisher. So uh, uh, this actually gives us some validation for what we're doing. So this we- is the first time I found out you were doing <laughs> this. So. <laughs> quick quick question. Are we allowed to drink in front of the president and publisher? Um, Only if he's drinking. Yeah, I certainly <laughs> hope so. I'd say wait till he goes first, and then you go right ahead. Uh, that's too late on that one. <laughs> Okay, this week uh, I chose the beer. Uh, this is Doug Buchanan. Uh, I chose the beer, and I found a uh, Mocha Porter from Homestead Beer Company. Uh, that's a that's um, a Mocha Porter. I, said, I think I already said that. It's called Ulysses. Uh, I have not seen it before, Dan. I assume you've had it before. I have. You I have, have too. Oh, you have as well. Okay, so a couple it's of quite you've good had if it. If I remember correctly. Well, we will certainly find that out. All right, let's do the ceremonial ceremonial opening. Oh, that's, oh, that's, good. that's good. All right. That's good. I had some flair there. I wish you were <laughs> videotaping this one. All right. And the pouring. I don't know. Rick, are we picking that up? Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Yeah, maybe. Very nice. Oh. Okay. Everybody, raise a glass. A and to, uh, to Homestead and to uh, Beer Podcasting. There we go. Cheers. That is tasty. That is tasty. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's not. It's certainly not as sweet as I was expecting it to be. No, it's um, got a good coffee taste to it. Got a little chocolatey, but subtle. Not doesn't overwhelm you. Yeah. No, not at all. Why is it called Ulysses? Um, I don't know. That's a very good question. Well, there's a tent and a flag. I'm the, I'm assuming it's U.S. So probably Grant. talking about Grant. Yes, I guess. Yes, when I Googled it a minute ago, I got lots of uh, U.S. Grant Homestead down in Cincinnati results uh, mm-hmm. instead of Homestead Beer Company Ulysses. So, um, yeah, it does have that kind of Civil War theme to it. Um, just uh, for the record, uh, the Ulysses Mocha Porter, uh, this is what Homestead has to say about it. They took the classic roasted flavors from a dark European porter and combined them with Cocoa Nibs, cold-brewed coffee, and creamy lactose to create this full-bodied beer. It is redolent with deep coffee, chocolate, raisin, and roasted notes. What, mm. what was that word? Redulent. 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 Did I pronounce that right? Redulent. It means has a lot. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, it has lactose, which I'm uh, intolerant of. Mm. Ah. We'll I've find seen out. Yogurt. <laughs> no, I've seen him eat yogurt. No, yogurt I can do, but milk and uh, many cheeses are deadly. So milk, we'll see. Milk stouts. All yes. lactose. That's yeah. what they call them. We will uh, see if I last the entire podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. good that we're doing this at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> His family's problem at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so do you tend to avoid lactose beers then? No, not sponsor? at all. I, uh, <laughs> it's like Russian roulette with me. Some of them I react to, some I don't. You're uh, just making this up. <laughs> no, it's, it's quite true. I've never heard somebody who's lactose intolerant being able to eat yogurt. Oh, yeah. It's something about yogurt's fine with me. It's because of the probiotics? Yes. So it's like a battle down there in your stomach. It is. There is a battle going on. Yes. Mark is really good at tricking people, so I don't know. No, this is, this, is, <laughs> this is the absolute truth. It runs in my family. And until they come up with a cure for it, we will continue to fight on your, for it. On, your, on business first, on a stack of business first, you would swear that. Stack of lists, nine of them. Yes, nine books from different years. From different years, yes, I Different relatives. I am lactose intolerant. I will not tolerate lactose. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Yes, moving on. Uh, uh, How many of you or how many of us have ever been to Homestead? I have. I have as well. A couple of times. I have not. It's really far away. It's... It's not, I mean, it's Heath. It's not that far, um, but it is definitely uh, tricky to to get to. It's the one place that you have to actually go to their website and follow their instructions because Google isn't exactly yeah, clear. I, I ran into that yeah. because uh, I, I forget where I was coming from. I was doing the Ale Trail, so I was coming from another brewery out in that direction, and I drove around for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's all industrial parks out it's, there. It's uh, Boeing, actually. Their, yeah, their landlord right. uh, is uh, Boeing. So yeah, it's right bizarre because you're, yeah, you're going down the driveway mm-hmm. and it looks like you're going to drive straight into the security you know, station to go into the Boeing facility. And then there's a sign that says, nope, go around and uh, tucked way back there in mm-hmm. this nondescript building is Homestead. Dan, does their website give you instructions on how to get home then? Uh, no. <laughs> so that is own. up to you. You are yes. on your own. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now, Emily, you, you prefer darker beers, right? I do. Yeah. And I really I like this one a lot. It tastes very good. Is this a year-round, or is this a, a fall and winter? I believe this is a year-round one, only because it came up right on their website. But good, I could be wrong about that. So, so what I about right. darker beers make them more wintry? I, I don't know. I feel I like d- I could I, have this in the summer. I make this argument all the time that uh, porters and stouts should be year-round beers. And some make them year-round, but for whatever reason, they think the heavier, darker beers should be something you drink in the dark of winter when you're well, depressed. What, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember if it was the Zaftig guy, Jim, what's his uh, last name? Gokenbach. Gokenbach. Uh, I, I think it was him that made the point that, I mean, the brewers, the brewers themselves, they can think yeah. that you should drink these all you want all year long, but nobody buys it's, them. I was going to say, it's, it's the consumer's fault. It's not actually the brewers. Not this consumer. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, so, like, the messaging is just... Was for a while that it's during winter, and I now just, they it, just you know, I, I just think people they see something dark and they assume it's heavy, yeah. and and a lot of times it's aren't. Like the classic example is Guinness, which is actually a fair. It's not heavy. Yeah. Like not it looks all. heavy, but it's actually fairly light drinking. It's like a Budweiser, lower lower <laughs> ABV, ABV beer. Um, but people don't think that because right. it looks dark and it looks heavy, like a syrup, and and it's really not. I mean, this is this is less ABV than. Uh, you know the uh, uh, IPA we had you know two weeks ago. Yeah. This so is only five point seven. Five point seven percent, correct? Yeah, and it, it looks like motor bottom. oil. I mean, it <laughs> it is as dark as it, it gets. Um, I'm I'm actually a little bit. So I don't know if it says it on the box, but yeah, I was expecting. Oh, there it is, right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was expecting more than five point seven percent for beer like that. Yeah, if you want that, get a nice imperial stout, which was. <laughs> 
boozy. Okay. Those are usually pretty boozy. Sure. Uh, I don't know if Homestead has one, uh, but uh, uh, I'm they scrolling do. through. They oh, do. they do. It's okay. A, um, annual release in the winter. <laughs> uh, bison is their is their uh, their big stout. Bison is that bison. What Bison. I believe okay. it's uh, I believe it's bison. There is might it? be I can't remember if there's a, a word before that or not, but I'm okay. pretty sure it's No, bison. you're right. Here it is. Bison, okay. Imperial Stout. That was right. And it pours like motor oil. It says it right there on their own <laughs> website. <laughs> pours like motor oil, tastes like heaven. Um, and here's Regulent again. It's a, <laughs> it is a stout Regulent with co- uh, chocolate coffee, roasted marshmallow, and prunes mm-hmm. with a oh, whiny twist. Okay. Wow. That's there's a lot going on there. Um, boy, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if I, I find a, I it, f- I'll bring that one in. Uh, that's somebody who works at Homestead had one of those little calendars with the words of the day on there. <laughs> Regulent is one that stuck with them. <laughs> yeah. Nick, are you a uh, dark beer drinker? I'm not really typically, and I and I think it's because of the aftertaste. Mm. What is, what's the aftertaste to you? Um, just. Something I want out of my mouth. (laughs) 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 You've you've had half of the glass. No, I'd like beer. Don't get me wrong. Right. You're just holding your nose. It's just the aftertaste that, you know, doesn't. See, I like this. This has like, it's it's that, I think it's that lactose. It's got kind of that chocolate, a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of the the milk kind of aftertaste. And I I need to note that the Ulysses... uh, the, the six-pack holder actually has a full military camp scene on it with yes. a cannon and cannonballs. <laughs> a little coffee, and coffee on the, yeah. over the fire filled with porter. Oh, oh. I did not notice that. Clever. Part. Yes. Good job, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Dan, I think Homestead at one point was talking about adding a second tap room, weren't they? Or have they never really talked about expanding? No, no. no I mean, just, not, not, that hmm. I, not that I know of. Okay. Um, uh, I haven't, They're uh, perfectly happy out there in Heath. I haven't talked to them in a while. It's been a few months, so I haven't had a, had an update from them. But the, mm-hmm. the last I had talked to them, um, you know, I think they were doing all right with their tap room. They were, I mean, they've been around a few years and have distributed into Columbus, you know, almost since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know, as of some folks don't go right into... Uh, distribution. They just try to build it with the tap, uh, the tap room. But they were they were out there pretty quick in terms of getting getting over here into the market, crossing mm-hmm. uh, crossing county lines there. So yeah, yeah. Um, the another uh, stout that pours like motor oil that I had this week was uh, Seven Sun, and here's another one. I have no idea how to pronounce it. It's like Rebulet or Rabule or something like that. Rebule. Oh, the the name of the beer? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I can't pronounce half oh. of Seven Sun's beers. <laughs> I always I always have to. It took me a while to get Syzygy. Syzygy. Oh, I can't pronounce one. that one either. Oubliette. Oubliette. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what it was. Is it Oubliette? Oubliette. So. That is a dark, dark beer. Yeah. Um, are they just making up words, or is it like a different no, language? No, Oubliette is. Um, I almost want to say it's like. Is it like a tower or something? It's know. French for Regulant. <laughs> <laughs> and is it easier to pronounce before or yeah. after you have one of those? Uh, actually, after. <laughs> yeah, really. that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I get more oh, confident. I'm sorry. I, the more I right. <clears throat> I, we looked this up, and an Oubliette is a secret dungeon. Oh, that's right. Accessible through a, a trap door. door. That yeah. makes sense. So a dungeon you walk into, an oubulette you have to drop down into. Mm. Didn't we write about one of those this week? Uh, the bunker? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Not yet. Oh. 
Oh, breaking news. You heard it here first. <laughs> it will be out by the time that, yes, we did, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to travel yeah. through time really yeah, quick. That's right. Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I love uh, dark beers. I love porters, and I love stouts even more. And, and the stouts that have been out for a few years now. A lot of the beer makers are doing really interesting things with their traditional stouts and imperial stouts by putting them into mm -hmm. bourbon barrels, by putting mm -hmm. them into maple barrels, by putting all the ingredients into different barrels and then combining them like one I had, which was the quadruple Big Bad Baptist. Yeah. That was unbelievable. So I like all the experiments that the uh, beer makers are doing with, with stouts and Mm -hmm. Some porters too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it will have passed by the time this uh, this podcast goes up. But but Wolf's Ridge is actually doing a one of their bottle releases this weekend and um, uh, built around their their Dire Wolf, uh, which is their Imperial oh, Stout. Oh my, nice. And they have I think they have some more port port barrel Dire Dire Wolf. They definitely have a uh, some some uh, bourbon barrel that I believe use Blantons that mm -hmm. folks is, uh, folks are excited about. Um, so, but they're they're you know one of the folks in the market um, that's been uh, certainly gotten a lot of notice, uh, well earned notice for yeah. for what they do with their darker beers. Yeah, and I remember when we went out there for our news and brews video series because it's a brand. Yes, um, <laughs> they were talking about all the different barrels that they were getting and how some barrels were really difficult to get. Rum mm -hmm. barrels are easy, but bourbon barrels were hard. Right, um, I think it was because they, you can only use a, a, a whiskey bar, a bourbon barrel once, once. whereas rum right. barrels you can keep using over and over. And, again. and I, if I if I recall, and it, it's been it was probably about a year ago, I think. But uh, uh, I think they said the, the the issue with the rum barrels, I want to say, was damage because yeah. they have been used so many times <laughs> that they're pretty beat up by and the they time. They leak in, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's the main difference between like how a dark beer like this is brewed compared to something like we had last week that was very light? It's um, uh, a lot of it's the the malt, the ingredients that go into it. So this is this is really you know this is like roasted uh, uh, barley in particular that that is giving a lot of that character. And this is what is, and we've talked. I can't remember if it was last week or a couple of weeks ago when you like for example when you brew your own beer if you go to North High and do their thing, like <clears throat> they have four or five different things of barley all of varying roasts oh. so you have just your basics and then you get like the really really roasted stuff that i don't know i mean it probably goes into this mm -hmm. uh, but uh, but it, it, that's one of the interesting things is because you can smell it you can taste it in its barley form before it mm -hmm. makes it into the beer right yeah well, and there's lots of different types of barley and you know different things you can do with it well that's true too i, I should probably know this mm -hmm. but what's the difference between a porter and a stout yeah i was wondering that the I actually always struggled to stump the beer guy. Yeah, I it's it's one I can never remember. I've heard it enough times, and then I, I can never quite remember um, uh, the the difference. Editor in chief. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> porters use malted barley, and stouts are primarily made from unmalted roasted barley, which is where the coffee flavor that most people associate with stout comes from. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So there's sometimes they add coffee too to give that coffee. Yeah, flavor. that's true. Um, unmalted roasted barley. I don't know what that means. I thought malted barley was when you actually did cook it, or like uh, um, 
not cook it, but uh, right. you know, roast it. Well, you malt it, but then like roasting is different. I think another step. Okay, so what was the malting again? Malting. <laughs> what, what, like, what is physically happening during a malting? Uh, I don't know. I don't make beer, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of googling. Yeah. Hold on, I, yeah, I got it. I got yeah. it. You guys just keep talking. Um, how? To oh, I looked malt. up mating instead of malting. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was the wrong thing to look up. Don't Sorry. don't need to go into that. <laughs> Are you in the Cleveland Browns front office? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think okay. So malting is simply germinating them, so okay. it's getting it's so yeah, it's like it's it soaks. It's yeah, that's it. That's what's coming to me. Yeah, yes. So the <laughs> malting is the soaking, and yeah. then so to get back to Emily's question, though, if if a hold on, which one was it? Was it the stout that uses unroasted? Is that what they said? It was unmalted, roasted. Okay, gotcha. So they don't germinate it, and they just roast it. Okay, sure. Okay. And then yes, right. light beers roasted yeah. barley. Just okay, there we go. Different barley. Well, they, light yeah, beers yeah. use lighter forms of mm-hmm. barley. Certainly unroasted barley, right? I would assume. I would and, think so, but I don't know in, in necessarily in all cases. Okay. You know. And it's volume, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. not as much, and um, then you throw in more. High. I assume that this is, has less hops yes. than a uh, than an IPA. Yes. More malt, less hops. More malt, yeah. less hops, right? Yeah. I prefer. Even though I love porters, I prefer stouts. For me, they're a little creamier um, and more decadent. But I've had some decadent porters, too. So, uh. Yeah, I'll have to admit, I, I never made the distinction as much uh, when I was choosing. Um, but I will pay closer attention to that yes. going forward so I can <laughs> all this talk research. Yeah, I honestly didn't really think there was much of a difference when I tasted them, at least. But Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I've got this poster that that shows the varieties of beer mm. and the and the brands uh that are associated with them it's it's mm. it's mind-boggling mm. you know to, to you start out with uh you know either a, a lager or was it lager or, you know mm-hmm. and, and, it, and then everything just branches off from there in crazy directions i mean it's a pretty uh pretty intense uh uh well, thank God we don't have to make it. We just like to drink it. <laughs> Did anybody here made beer before, like homebrew? I have. Yes. I have as well, yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a very, very, very long process that <laughs> yeah. yields a very small amount of beer, and it's yeah. pretty it bad. Good. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I've had bad homebrewed beer before with a lot of floaters and other oh. weird stuff in there. Yeah, it's hard to do. Yeah. It, well. is, it is definitely hard to do. Uh, um, we've done it twice. The, the, first, the first time we did it, it was fine. Um, but we didn't finish it. Like after a while, it's just kind of like, you know, cause you, you do, you make five gallons at a time. Right? Mm-hmm. Typically yeah. you make yeah, five typically. gallons at a time. And, uh, and so I don't know, we got like halfway through it and we're finally just like, you know, as, as we've heard several <laughs> brewers say, uh, it's not worth it to drink bad beer, just, you know, dump right. it and move on. And so we did. And then, uh, uh, last summer we made a, a second batch, uh, went through the whole process, bottled it, uh, let it sit for a while, and uh, uh, actually, this past weekend, I was busy dumping all of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it just did not work out. So, but it was fun to do. What I mean, of, what kind of beers did you brew? Uh, the first one, uh, the first one was, uh, 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 I think it was uh, like a just a regular stout of, okay. you know, of some sort. It was a pretty basic one, and then this past one was supposed to be more of a. Martzen, if I'm pronouncing mm-hmm. that correctly, yep. an Oktoberfest yeah. uh, style beer. Not good. Not good. I mean, I, and and 
I have no idea what we did wrong. Like we yeah. we felt like we were following directions uh, pretty well, but boy, did, did you it. just do it in your kitchen? Like yeah, in our kitchen. Yeah. How long did it take? Uh, it takes a few hours. Yeah. I mean, it, it it does because you're boiling stuff for mm-hmm. for a while, and then, then you uh, gotta cool it. You have to cool it, and that was you know that was actually the biggest pain. I thought in my in my experience was the trying to trying cool to rapidly it. Yeah. cool it before yeah. uh, you know uh, stuff gets mm-hmm. in there and, and messes it up. So um, yeah, and then you have to let it sit for a, a while, and then you have to bottle it, and um, and, and then you got to drink it quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a like, lot to be like said to, for I freshness, like and if it sits <laughs> yes. in your refrigerator for like two months, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. I've never brewed my own beer, but I do know someone who grows hops in Ohio. He has his own hops farm. So. Oh, very Is he nice. selling yeah. to uh, I think it's my my good friend from high school, her older brother. He he grows them, and I'm pretty sure he sells them, yeah. What so. part of Ohio? Not sure. Okay. But, Well, yeah. there, there's also barley that's being grown mm-hmm. in central Ohio as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last week. Yes, oh. we did, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you told me that you were doing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to freshness, I learned that at your well, one of the forums that you uh, mm-hmm. hosted a couple of years ago that freshness is really a big deal for for craft brew, particularly IPAs. Um, a lot of these, like you know, stouts, they'll they'll hold, like they can they can sit for the most part. Um, you don't need to drink them immediately, but IPAs because um, they're so hop heavy and, and hop flavors fade and change over time so that's why freshness is mm. kind of paramount for so if you get an ipa don't keep it just uh you know drink it other beers well, and that's why the craft brewers want to make sure that their stuff gets absolutely rotates oh, yeah. Yeah. Funneled yeah. through in, yep. in the supermarket yeah yep. that's I why tend, they're always going in and checking dates and i tend to buy a dark beer and a light beer every time i go to the grocery store to the market it's a stout or a porter and then an ipa or something else to balance Hmm. life is about balance yes i think and i tend to drink um my porters and stouts as dessert Mm -hmm. with a dessert (laughs) oh i see okay (laughs) i mean honestly doesn't everybody a good a good stout with a piece of cake or a brownie no there's there's something to be said for that sure so good Hmm. hmm Okay. So there, there are some desserts around town that have that have used beer. So yeah. I think piece of cake in the short north, uh, at least at one point, um, did did um, cake with uh, cakes and brownies. I think with Zaptig, like actual beer in the uh, in the in the recipe. It's pretty good. That's a boozy brownie <laughs> if they were yeah, making seriously. that up something <laughs> with Zaptig. Most definitely. All right. Well, uh, that about do it for this week of the news and brews. Business First Beer Podcast. Uh, We hope that you will uh, join us next week where uh, we'll be discussing more beers and more kind of random off-the-wall stuff. Uh, So I hope you've enjoyed it, and we will see you next week.